Welcome to the Muddy Waters of Freedom with your hosts, Matt Wright and Mohammed Shaker. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Muhammad, I still wet the bed shaker. I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Welcome back, buddy. Welcome back. I know. What's it been? It has been a long time. It's like a month. Yeah, it's been a month. That's just... The last show was the beginning of December. It's the beginning of Jan- January. True. Yeah, it's been yeah, just over a month now. Uh, first and foremost, let us thank Low Tide Kava Bar. For the kava that we drink during our show. Yeah, thank you, Justin, for working Saturdays. Thank you, Justin, for working Saturdays. I'm guessing he did not write this. No, he did. He wrote that? Yeah, yeah. I think he's mad with us. Why? So he just wrote bullshit and, and white, white supremacy. And white shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bullet. Bullet. Uh, so... Our last show was our anniversary show, and then uh, we went on hiatus. Yeah, there was just a lot of scheduling conflicts. Right. Yeah, I mean, I was out of town. It was it was honest scheduling conflicts literally for a month, just because I started working Saturdays for like three of those Saturdays. And I was out of town for two of them. Yeah. So, it, you know. But was, uh, it was a necessary break. So, yeah, right. Uh so let's catch up on what we've been doing for the last month. Like, uh, I was in San Diego and uh, I went to DC for Christmas. How was your? Do you, do you celebrate Christmas? I don't know what you do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How was your Christmas? It was good. Okay. I celebrated at the place that I go to that you don't go to. Oh, that place. Yes. Got it. It was awesome. Right. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. I was. I mean, I was at my parents' house, so I was also at the place that you don't go to. Yep. <laughs> because. It's in Virginia. Uh, it was cold. Mountain roads. Not West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was cold. When I left Virginia, and this isn't even as cold as it got there recently, but when I left Virginia, it was 20 degrees. Yeah. And then I got here, and it was 65. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is great. And yeah. now I'm freezing here again. Yeah. When I was in the Army, I used to, when I, I got myself acclimated, I would walk around in like 30 degree weathers and flip flops and shorts. Yeah. It was really fun. And it was like a show off thing, like just showing off that I can do it. It was really dumb. Yeah. When I was living in a, when I was living in Nashville, I would wear hoodies like in the coldest weather and it didn't bother me. Like just regular thin hoodies, not yeah anything crazy. And uh, now it's like down here, it gets to 60 and I am layering I am layering like I was a six-year-old in Rhode Island. Yeah, it was, yep. it, it was It's crazy now. I don't understand it, uh, how I become such a sissy to the cold weather <laughs> down here. Well, uh, last week I was at Bula and we were doing the movie nights on Monday. That's you know I'm always there Monday and Sunday, yeah, and uh, that was when it was like 46 degrees. I think the first time it got to that degree of cold here. That's when the fake video came out where the guy was sa- was saying that there was snow in St. Petersburg. Oh, yeah. And even the Tampa Bay Times and, like, weather channels and stuff commented on They're like, that's not snow. Right. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, I don't have, I, I've only seen snow in North Carolina. Like, you know, it's just snow that lands and becomes water and then ice. Right. Um, I know that well. Yeah. 
But like, I was like, I don't think it's cold enough for that at all. It was 46 degrees. No. I even asked people around me that were like from up north. I was like, is it cold enough for that? And they're uh, like, no, it's got to be like at least 37 degrees with high precipitation. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, this guy's a liar. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I actually, I was going through some old photos of myself because I'm that narcissistic. And uh, I found a photo from like 96-ish mm-hmm. or so. And uh, it's of me shoveling the driveway, and uh, I am leaning up against the snowbank. <laughs> I was out of school for two weeks. Yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> I, re- I remember those two weeks. I would walk to my friend's house because he lived like half a mile away. So I would walk in two feet of snow over to his house, and then we walked to like Blockbuster, mm-hmm. which was only like another half mile from that, and I uh, rented videos. And then went back to his house and just kind of hung out there for two weeks. I don't even think I went home. <laughs> I, I would just call my parents and I'm still at Dave's. Do you need clothes? No, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> You've been wearing the same clothes for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> my dad's like, no, it's probably not because you're a teenage boy. and That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, how was your new year? Uh, this is a regular day. Regular day. Didn't do anything? I don't treat it as anything. No? Nope. Yeah. There's no point. I be- The only point in treating it like it's something different is just for an excuse to go hang out and p- party. Yeah, I was at Bula. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, you know, because people were like, hey, Muhammad, what's your New Year's resolutions? Oh, yeah, no. And Sp- I was just I, I like. I do that. Yeah, and I, I was like, okay, uh, I think it's cool and it's fine that other people choose that day to try to better themselves because not everybody even if it was on a regular day that's not new year's some people are like as of today i'm gonna fix something you know like and they still won't go through it so like new year's day isn't just the day that people decide to make a list and not go through that that happens any time of the year but i don't like new year's being the day like it's just a day right like we randomly chose the birth of jesus to be the beginning of the calendar basically right you know i think that's how that works i i, I before the you know, before christ anno domini the year of the lord i think that's how it works it's that arbitrary so right i mean I, I, don't, I don't know how they decided that january was yeah 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 i have no idea well it's, yeah it's not specifically his birthday obviously right, we don't know when that is may um yeah <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how, like, so I don't do New Year's resolutions. I do a, when I want to try to, like, change things, I, I like to wait for, like, February or March when all the people who did New Year's resolutions have given up. Mm-hmm. So that way I can start fresh in March and be like, okay, mm-hmm. they're already done. Yeah. They've <laughs> given up. The gyms are now empty again. I can start going yeah. back, <laughs> which I'll do for, you know, a week, and then I'll stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, uh, I knew, you know I went over to Adam's house and they had a bonfire and uh, just hung out there. Nice. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. My only New Year's resolution. Re- okay, I lied. There is one New Year's resolution. I'm trying to put. I'm trying to put this behind in my memory. Dude, I, I, swear, I need to forget dude, about. You're such a dick. The last spaceballs. <laughs> you are such a dick. <laughs> Star Wars: The Last Spaceballs. <laughs> Whatever you like, you you like Star Trek, which has emo, has emo. Not an stock. argument. 
You have emo Spock. Not an argument. The, the emotionless Vulcan who <laughs> cries in every episode and gets angry. No, that's not Spock. If Stefan Molyneux is listening, not an argument. <laughs> if Stefan Molyneux is listening, I've got so many other problems I've got. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was like really good back in the day. He was good back in the day. No, I didn't like. He went Cantwell crazy. I I discovered these concepts like a week ago that I didn't know were a thing. Like I heard the term sophistry before, but I learned what that was from him and like what postmodernism is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sophistry one is the one that really stuck. I don't like either postmodernism or sophistry. Sophistry is the worst. Sophistry is um. Basically, when people knowingly or unknowingly, it could be either or, it's not an accusation, it's just that they knowingly or unknowingly make emotional-based non-arguments, so it's like a logical fallacy, and really it's to make you feel bad to get you to not argue or stand up for something that you believe in, like comparing Hitler... I'm sorry, Trump to Hitler um, is a form of sophistry because that would make you feel bad about supporting Trump, for example, because why right. would you want to support somebody that's like Hitler? Right. That is a form of sophistry. So, And he's got like a 30-minute video on both, and I'm sure he's got others that even go more in depth than that one. And yeah, I like watching a lot of his older videos. Because, yeah, no, I mean... I, I do agree with that, that people will automatically go for the emotional uh the emotional argument. Yeah. I was uh, I was I was having a we'll call it a debate with somebody recently mm-hmm. and uh I was being referred to as uh selfish and manipulative. Mm-hmm. Not gonna say that that person was wrong. I mean mm-hmm. duh. But <laughs> I was like, okay, if you want to argue logic and reason on this, we can do that. But the moment you argue anything emotional, I'll be able to turn it right back around on mm-hmm. you. And you know, she was like, you're being selfish. I was like, okay, well, so are you. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're being manipulative. So are you. And then she gave uh, uh, an anecdotal story in order to prove her evidence. I was like, people who use anecdotal stories are just being manipulative. Yeah, but, you know... Uh, I, I understand why anecdotal evidence is worthless, but I don't know if it's too worthless either. Because, like, you know, I've made anecdotal evidence. Right. No, and I get that. But I think in a lot of cases, in a lot of cases, yeah. uh, that when people are doing anecdotal evidence, personally, I think that, and this is just going to be a number that I'm tossing out, 75% of the time, mm-hmm. they just made that shit up. I see what you're saying. They just made it up, and they're like, oh, well... So and so did this when blah blah blah, and, and you know that really hurt my. Yeah, no, that was a lie. Like I don't even need yeah. to see your face. You just made that up because you need something to make you feel. Yeah. To, to strengthen your argument. Yeah. If you can't do it just based on actual logic yeah. and reason and why I am selfish and manipulative, then you know, come on, like, yeah, it's not hard to prove that about me. Like you don't need to like mm-hmm. tell a story about your father. Um. Because, you know, my anecdotal evidences that I've used have, uh, I think, 100% of the time been in, like, when people would post, uh, like, a lot. there's uh, that study poll that they did. And I don't know much more about the study other than that it happened and what some of the results were. 
um, and they pulled Muslims around the world. And a lot of these Muslims had some very extreme views of the world, and people were using that to justify that Islam is an issue. And like I know those Muslims exist, um, but I I don't I didn't know how to really research. Poll. I don't know anything about polling methods. Uh, I didn't know what their sample size was. And then my anecdotal evidence was like my family, friends, and people at the mosque that don't hold those views. So I'm just like, well, how worthless is anecdotal evidence when it comes to something like that? And I, I haven't come to a conclusion on it, but right. I'm and just like, well, it's it's tr- my anecdotal evidence is true to me at least. So it's I and, think I think that you know ma- what I'm saying. I think that a lot of the personal opinions that we have on things such as uh, you know different political th- uh, political ideals and stuff like that comes from anecdotal evidence. Mm-hmm. But you can't use the anecdotal arguments as your arguments. You have to have actual arguments to back it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I of course, right. Yeah. Um. So, like, I mean, we'll get into it right here. But it's like everybody's getting all up in arms about Jeff Sessions. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Star Wars. Where's my knife? I'm just going to stab you <laughs> on the air. I'll still put the video out. I do not care. <laughs> I'll say that there was a Muslim terrorist in my home. <laughs> um, we both have different opinions on it. I'm trying to go them into talking about it, but it's okay. I'm not don't. going to. <laughs> I don't care if you like Star the new Star Wars movie. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. But well, I mean, I don't. I, I, know, I, 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 I know you don't like kids. <laughs> I know that. Everybody knows that. The people who watch us are all friends with you on Facebook. They know you don't like it, except for the high number of people in San Francisco that watch us. And thank you to all of you out there in San Francisco. <laughs> when we went to the employee dinner, uh, Sean, who's like the owner of the place I work out work out of every now and then, was like, "I heard somebody doesn't like." The new Star Wars. I was like, fuck, my job is now <laughs> on the line. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I stood my ground. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Let me know how unemployment is. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, welcome, welcome to being with me. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, we can go into the show. So, <laughs> uh, so, okay, Jeff Sessions. Can we start with this one first? The Oregon one, yeah, sure. Because yeah. we can also introduce. You want to, you want to introduce him? No, you. you no, well, that's you. Well, right, but I, I like him. No, that's you. Okay. I, don't, I don't know much about him. All right, so as of <laughs> nobody really does. Um, so as of the beginning of the year, this isn't anecdotal. <laughs> um, but as of the beginning of the year, Oregon uh, changed their law, and now. People are responsible for pumping their own gas. Yeah. And you would think that uh, the world is ending in Oregon. Um, I keep getting... On on that one video, you know, where they talked about it, I know some of them were, like, tongue-in-cheek, but some of them really did look like people were actually mad, you know? Oh, yeah. It was like uh, the... um, God, what's the... It was like the Marshas, you know, came out. 
the the Marsha being the, the the serious older middle aged woman. Oh, okay. You know, like talking about how this is gonna affect her safety and all that, and I'm just like, no, that's a Marsha. She means what she's saying. She really thinks that this is gonna. Oh yeah. Hurt people. <laughs> yeah, like so there was that real there, there was sorry Marsha if you're watching right <laughs> to all the Marshas out there. Um, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. Um, there was that post, and it was like from abc in oregon or something like that and it was like angry face for no and thumbs up for yes or whatever mm. whether or not. and it had thirteen thousand comments on it i don't know how many of those comments were real and how many of them were fake but oh my god that was gold yeah that was pure comedy gold because they had you know i'm 62 years old and i don't know how to pump gas mm-hmm. have you never left oregon <laughs> have you spent your entire life in this one little square, you never went to Washington <laughs> or California <laughs> or anywhere else around there. So I'm assuming this is a form of deregulation, right? I would. Yeah. Yeah. It's a form of deregulation. So is it because what it looked like that it may have been like deregulation into regulation because if they're not banning it, which that didn't seem to be the case as far as I can tell. It was only in certain areas. Okay. Because like, I was like, just make the gas station owners responsible for if they want to do it or not. Right. And I think that's what it is. It's like, it, I think that the law said... You have to use attendance? You have to use yeah, attendance. Prob- and, it probably, yeah. And now it's, you don't have to. And you can say, pump your own gas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I think that that is kind of how that law, I need to actually look more into that. That's probably maybe. true, though, because, I mean, I'm sure anybody that would have the choice would probably, that's one less person you need on the payroll, and it makes, honestly, a lot of sense to get rid of them unless you allow them to charge below the minimum, federal, you know, the state or federal minimum wage right? to, like, have teenagers do it for, like, six bucks an hour. Or something, which right. would there be plenty willing to do that? Well, I mean, I think or, I think Oregon's minimum wage is like ten or fifteen. Well, I mean, it's all those West Coasts, right. those three West Coast states are higher than everybody else. Right. So, so I, I mean, know. you would you would be paying somebody ten bucks an hour, to yeah, fill exactly, tanks. yeah, yeah, and yeah, like a lot of the arguments I did see on it were uh, people need these jobs. Mm-hmm. You, you know you're paying for that job, right? Yeah. <laughs> that goes into how much you pay for gas. You, you understand that, right? Um, and if not that, it well, is it? Yeah. I mean, it's either that or how much you pay for the stuff inside. Right. That's actually, from what I remember reading, that's actually how gas stations survive. It's not the gas. It's the stuff they sell inside. Right. Um, but Just we. the gas taxes and all that. But for anybody who doesn't know yet, we have a new correspondent here at the Muddied Waters of Freedom, and he did his first video yeah. on Oregon yesterday, um, and his name is Mason Jefferson. <laughs> He's a, uh, I've, I've been told that he looks like a mix between Bernie Sanders and Hans Hermann Hoppe. <laughs> really? With purple hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can see him. In the back. Oh, that is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's sitting right back he there. He does look like <laughs> a Hans Hermann Hoppe. Yeah. Uh, Spike. 
Spike, Spike Cohen, who has hosted, yeah. hosted with me on this before, uh, has spot on. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, is he supposed to look like Hans Hermann Hoppe? <laughs> That's and I just started laughing. I was like, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, watch for videos from that guy right back there if you can see him. Uh, he uh, he does have his own Facebook page, so go and like it. It's <laughs> Mason Jefferson. Uh, but yes. He is he he talks like a nineteen forties <laughs> announcer. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there. Mason Jefferson here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Uh that was what boredom did for me over the last few weeks. <laughs> I created that guy. Um so be on the lookout for him. Share his videos. Uh they're supposed to be meant for kids, but adults seem to yeah like it and kids yeah he said he's yeah he's, he told me it was meant for kids and i was like i fucking loved it i think <laughs> adults could watch this yeah i mean i really I, I re- if, if you take out like cussing and freedom tunes it would be for kids yeah 100 percent. you know and so yeah 100 percent. good yeah i was yeah and i came up with the idea for that a while ago and then i just never followed through with it and now since i had all this equipment that we weren't using for a month i was like well screw it i'm just gonna make one <laughs> and uh, the Oregon thing just seemed perfect to start with because yeah. it was so idiotic. Um, but yeah, so yeah, be sure to look for more videos. And actually, since this isn't live, we can put the link to the YouTube video in the description when we upload this when on we Facebook. Upload this on Facebook, yes, we yeah. can. Um, but yeah, so anyway, Oregon, get your shit together. Mm-hmm. You're. Did you see the video? Uh, somebody was like people pumping gas in Oregon. It was the uh, clip from um, <laughs> just ga- I don't Z- gas Z- going everywhere. Zoolander. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've never seen Zoolander. I think, okay. but yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're just spraying gas. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, yeah. That made me laugh very much. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, Jeff Sessions. Oh, and <laughs> what cracked me up was like some girl left her. I don't remember where she was from, but she like drove through New Jersey or something, uh, or Oregon, one because both of them do this. Um, and she thought she was g- about to get assaulted because this guy just ran, you know, came up to her window <laughs> to pump her gas, <laughs> and she almost stabbed him. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because I was in Oregon la- like last February, and I don't remember like we pumped our own gas oh really yeah yeah like we drove around a lot so we pumped our own gas i i think like if you get out and you just do it they weren't gonna stop you yeah like those people are getting paid who cares yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's true but yeah but like when i found out you couldn't pump your own gas in oregon you know last week <laughs> i was like huh we did yeah <laughs> oh well um but yeah, uh, so speaking of Oregon and their legal weed, <laughs> which is no longer legal weed, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Sessions. Okay. And I disagree with what Jeff Sessions did for anybody who doesn't know Jeff Sessions uh, overturned some Obama era regulations uh, saying that the the feds won't go after states with legal weed. Yeah. And now he's like, no, we're going to do that. Yeah, he's telling them they need to, basically. Right. Um, was that an Obama-era regulation? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, yeah, that was an Obama-era regulation. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, he did something good. Um, but so Jeff Sessions has that overturned. And of course, all the states who have voted to legalize it are flipping out. Yeah. As they rightfully should, because there's that amendment number 10. Mm-hmm. which is the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by it to the states or reserved to the states respectively. Mm-hmm. It's on my mug for anybody who didn't know that. <laughs> um, it goes away when it gets hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Does it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the uh, the 10th the Amendment guarantees that because it's not... Yeah. Uh, it's not mandated by the constitution that they get to make those laws and Jeff Sessions going nah yeah nah I'm yeah fr- I'm from the south yeah screw you <laughs> I'm gonna do what I want mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna go make cookies uh cause he looks like a keyboard yeah uh and obviously libertarians are very upset by this mm-hmm. as are pot smoking democrats Yep. And Liberty Conservatives. Mm-hmm. And the only people I know who are okay with it are the extreme right wing conservatives. Yeah. Like uh, the social conservatives. The social conservatives. Uh, and I actually did talk to a friend of ours yesterday, one of our loyal listeners, who said that if we didn't have a show today, he was not going to listen to us anymore. So we're doing a show. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying that he thinks that this is a good thing. No. Right, I agree with that. Was his reasoning, this is going to force uh, the congressman to do something. Yes. That's so stupid. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> Sorry. You, you know who it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> you talked to him last night. Oh, that per- Oh, okay, yeah, cuz he did say that on my post as well. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I I disagree with that. I di- yeah, I I, dis- I disagree with that. It's still an assault on the Tenth Amendment. It is an assault no matter on the what the Amendment. intention is, right? And, and the thing I is, I don't think that we need to decriminalize it federally. I think if you want to keep it federally criminalized, like make it so you can't get federal jobs if mm-hmm. if you use it. Like, oh yeah, 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 totally okay, fine. That's not okay for even private business owners. If, totally fine for private yeah, business. Yeah, any, if anybody, any yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But the Fed should not be going into California or Colorado or Washington. Or, or anybody, or, really. Right. Yeah. And that would be the perfect case scenario is not doing anything. Right. Well, I was just trying to name off the places it's mm-hmm. legal. And, like, raiding these dispensaries and, like, arresting the teenager that works there. Because mm-hmm. I've been in a few. They're all teenagers. Yeah. I wish I had that job when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You know, like they're go now they're threatening to go in and raid and uh, you know, our friend was saying, Yeah, they're gonna go in, they're gonna do a couple raids, but it's gonna be for the greater good because then they're gonna decriminalize it federally and I was like, No, no they're they, they're not one though. they won't. They would have are the thing is they would have already. Right. They're not. It's they, not up they can do that now. It's it's not up <laughs> you're holding you're holding those few states that use their tenth amendment and their state legislatures with their state representatives and their state senators and their voting, you're, us- you're holding them hostage to the other 40 states that, or maybe 30-something states now, right. that have not legalized it and won't. Like the, the, Oreg- the Oregon, Colorado, all these states 
state legislatures voted on this. It's their job to handle what's in their states. Right. And it's the jobs of the Florida people to handle what's here in Florida. And it's the jobs of Alabama to say never, ever will we do this. Right. That's just how it is. And it, so it's like, okay, uh, Washington obviously has free free weed. Not free. Legal. <laughs> yeah, but that's still not Congress. Right. No, That's what, their... Right. Yeah. What I'm, what, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got it. I got to keep going. Uh, but Idaho is right next door and they don't have legal weed. Mm-hmm. And I know since I went to a wedding in Idaho last year uh, that you can drive literally five minutes across the border and get weed and then drive back. Mm-hmm. I, I know that because I did it. Yeah. Because um, it was legal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but is that for Idaho to go hey they can't have legal weed because we don't have legal weed no mm-hmm. absolutely not that is you can arrest people who have weed i think that's idiotic and i don't agree with it yeah but because you don't have legal weed in your state you can do that but you can't say washington you can't have legal weed yeah and you can't use jeff sessions to force that yeah and i don't know if idaho's doing any of that it's just i just know they don't have legal weed in washington does i mean yeah and i just don't agree with the concept that holding some states hostage to the rest of the country is a good thing because that opens up a can of worms of anything any taxes guns you know abortion uh all of that is now on the line of these few states do it this way, so let's just have the federal government go extremely one way so we can force the Congress that isn't going to do anything to do something. Right. And uh, Arizona's got not strict gun laws, right? Uh, no, they're not strict. Okay, I didn't think so. Yeah. Uh, From I, Texas all the way to Nevada. Right. But yeah, like so, Arizona's right there near California, and California's got strict gun laws. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh no, Arizona, you have to tighten down your gun laws because people are going over there and getting guns and bringing them back. Yeah, like, exactly. That that would be idiotic. If and if I was Arizona, I would do the same thing. That like if they said, hey, California, people are going over there and buying weed, mm-hmm. so uh, you need to tighten down on that. I'd do the same thing. I'd give them the finger and I'd be like, no, yeah. screw you. I'm not going to, I'm not changing my laws for you. Yeah. And still the only argument that matters is it's, this isn't constitutional to begin with. Right. It is it's not. just not, they shouldn't have to vote on something that isn't their job. It just should be a state thing. That's, it, that's why I don't agree with it being a good at thing. all. I don't think so. No, I do. I mean, there are certain, there are certain laws that are pretty much, nationwide Mm -hmm. every state has them yeah don't murder don't rape don't kidnap Mm -hmm. i mean you know that's those are pretty much the only ones that really need to go across borders (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah Yeah. uh as as far as i'm concerned anyway like that's when you go okay now you guys can go in and Mm -hmm. yeah cyber hacking you know stuff like that yeah uh but but yeah like if florida decides that we want to legalize everything Mm mm-hmm and if anybody needs help writing that bill, I'm down. Um, <laughs> if Florida decides that we want to legalize everything and have all drugs legal here in Florida, mm-hmm. that should not be on Georgia or Alabama or whatever other states are right above us uh, to be like, no, you guys can't do that because then our meth heads are going to just drive down there and pick up their cocaine and heroin and come back. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's sorry, Alabama. That's. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. 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 
And it gets into the topic of fucking Kava and Kratom, you know? Right. Like, some states... Well, most states allow it. Some states don't. Right, so... Okay. And parts of states... Like Sarasota down Sar- here. Yeah, Sarasota doesn't allow it. Should we force them to allow it? Should we force right. other people to disallow it? Or should it? Sarasota, since they're right next to us, force us to not allow it? Exactly. Because people are coming here to buy it. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah, it's like I go to Tennessee pretty often. I've got a bunch of friends up in Nashville. Kratom's not legal there. Yeah. Should, I mean, I don't travel with it <laughs> or give it to my friends up there. <laughs> but, like,. Yeah, like, should they say, sorry, like, you travel here, so, like, Florida shouldn't have mm-hmm. Kratom, mm-hmm. because we don't want you, we don't want to run the risk of you bringing it up here. No, yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. You don't want it in your state? Fine, I get it. I don't agree with it, but I get it. It's your mm-hmm. state. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And if you catch somebody with it, you can arrest them. I disagree with it, but that's your law, so. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But here in Florida... We have it. We mm-hmm. we can use it. We yeah. can sell it. We can buy it. People can move. That's honestly a thing. People right. can move. People Pe- have been running away from New York and New Jersey over taxes. They can move. Right. And then if you moving don't... to states like Virginia and North Carolina and changing them. Yeah. Mainly here. That's why I think we should deport them. But <laughs> Massachusetts, right. New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Chicago, uh, Illinois. New York, all of you people go home. Sorry. Even though some of you are my friends. I'll never change my mind on it. Yeah, I get that. We should build a wall. We should build a wall just for right along. Like, we leave northern <laughs> Florida. <laughs> we'll just take everything from Orlando down. <laughs> no, no, I like northern Florida. FSU's up there. FSU is up there. Um, and South Alabama's yeah, up there. South Alabama is up there, but the people from the north aren't moving there. They're moving down here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're moving to where it's even warmer. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. not uh, no, but those people moving from no- the north are here over taxes, not over weather. In my opinion, most of them are here for the taxes. They're here for the tax breaks and the weather. I think. I think it's both. I think that if probably I, both, but I still would highly think that I would bet that if New York had no state income tax, a lot of them wouldn't come down. If the, if New York what had no state income tax. None of them would? A lot of them would not come down. Oh, they, yeah, then we're on the same page. It's mainly taxes. Right. Because Canadians Our, don't stick around for too long. They just come for the weather, and they just go back. Yeah, that's true. There's a few Canadians that I've known that are down here. Well, I guess I do know. Well, there's a bunch of them on the street there, low tide. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, there's just a ton of Canadians hanging out at the Kava bars. Yeah. Um, I think it's because Kava makes you cold, so it reminds them of home. <laughs> um but, yeah, like, no matter what, states states should have the freedom in order to make these laws themselves. Mm-hmm. Hey, if the DEA wants to say, hey, that's a Schedule One drug, that should just be like, hey, that drug could probably be harmful. Yeah. But if you want to sell it in your state, go ahead. Yeah. Well, because also what, what happens... We should also just get rid of the DEA. Don't get me wrong. Definitely, but, yeah. But no, what, what happens, too, with, like, the whole Jeff Sessions thing, the reason, too, this is, like, this... Because... The way legalization works is, and Obama's actually let this happen during his term, even though this is an Obama-era regulation that let this happen, is the DEA still does raids in all of the legalized states. But what what Jeff Sessions is saying is he's basically co-opting state resources. Because how legalization works 
is the states basically don't give the resources to the federal government to use the police, the prison system, and the court system to catch, convict, and house people that are uh whatchamacallit uh in possession of marijuana right that's that's pretty much how legalization works when it comes to this stuff aside from like the other regulation stuff i'm not talking about that like how you're gonna sell it and all that that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking like how the state itself regulates it when it comes to it being okay in the state is they're saying we're not going to use our police officers to catch people with marijuana to then try them in our courts to then put them in our prisons right so what the, the the federal government has to do is they do the raids still, but they do it themselves. And they're, the federal government is, numbers-wise, is a lot smaller, really, than the rest of the country combined. Right. So, like, you those few couple tens of thousands of federal agents that do a lot of things, a few of them have to worry about all the states and now even the legalized states that they now have no help there. That's how that works. Um, and that's what, you know, Jeff's trying to do and that's bullshit. It, right. I agree. Cause I, when he was, when he was appointed the attorney general, I was like, that's the worst decision. Yeah. Everybody did. Yeah. Worst decision. Nobody was on board with that. No. He, he, he was by far the, like Betsy DeVos as education secretary. I don't agree with her on a lot. I didn't care that she was the education secretary. I don't think that we should have mm -hmm. uh, the Department of Education. Uh, but so I didn't really care about that one. This one, I was like, oh, God, anybody, anybody else. Yeah. I, I can name so many people that would be just much better. Mm -hmm. One of them ran for attorney general here in Florida. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, he would make a great attorney general. Yeah, <laughs> that's Bill Wolfer for anybody who didn't know. Um, my good buddy Bill. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Jeff Sessions stay out of these states and just leave everything alone. Let let the people smoke weed. Who cares? Mm -hmm. It's weed. Yeah, it's weed. Also, if they want to do cocaine or heroin, let them do that too. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So moving on, let's uh, go to our grand leader. Okay. Uh, our wonderful grand leader, Mr. President Donald J. Mm -hmm. Trump. Uh, he's only done two tweets this year. Yeah. I mean, no, I think he's, he's done Has more. he done more? Yeah. He's done two There's really... There's two crazy ones. He, he's done two really popu Quote, uh, popular, yeah. well-known, viral ones uh, in which he shows that he's a... Um, what's the word? Petulant child. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, he had the one where he was getting into a Twitter pissing match with Kim Jong Un, and he tagged himself with the White in the White House, like pull up. Yeah. Yeah. He he was like, "Yep, I'm at the White House, and I've got a button, and it's bigger than yours, and it works." I still found it funny. Oh, it was especially that people got mad about it. I'm just like, it was hilarious. I, okay, I'm like, okay, most of what stupid, he does, but I, I find funny. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, come on, man. I still think the reactions are even worse. Like, I don't like the most of those tweets, but I just think the reactions worse. Like, I think he does it for the reaction. Yeah. I think 100% he does it for the reaction, and uh, 
he he just doesn't really. But he's he's smart when he comes to the media. Like he is very smart. That's one thing you can give Trump, whether you like him or not, is he knows how to. He knows how to steer the media. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking hilarious to watch. Dude, I'll give you that. And I mean, he, that's what he did today with the or yesterday or whatever with the other tweet. And I didn't see that tweet. Yeah, you, you were telling me about it, but I what what did that one say? Uh, he said uh, people were saying he was unstable. Oh yeah. So he said, "I'm a stable genius." Right. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, you are." <laughs> and then people were so mad about it. I was like, "Fucking love this." <laughs> I'm so he he is the king of the trolls. He really <laughs> is, and he steers the media better than any president ever. Like with with Obama, it. With Obama, the media was just going to just report what they wanted to. Yeah. With Trump, they actually report what he wants them to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's insane. Like, it, what he has been able to do. And, okay, so, did you watch the latest Nicholas Wieser? Or, actually, it's not the latest Nicholas Wieser, but the one before that where he was talking about Trump, Trump's first year? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he was like... He has actually done a lot of good. Yes. But yeah. everybody is focused on his tweets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now Jeff Sessions. But, yeah, but you know, the that's what people that's what a lot of his supporters and even myself are saying. Cuz I still wouldn't call myself a supporter. I just don't hate him like I used to at all. Right. I I I dislike the man. Yeah. But I like a lot of the things that he's done. Even though this is our first show of the year and I have to bring it out. So even though I was on CNN, <laughs> you know, talking uh, about the things I don't like about Trump, right? Even though that happened, and obviously I didn't like him before the election and then the election, I would vote for Donald Trump in 2018 if he does what he's been doing. I'm actually 100% honest on that. If he keeps this whole... You mean 2020? I'm sorry. Tw- yeah, 2020. Uh, I don't know why I said that. 2020, I would vote for him if his focus continues to be... Well, so far, he hasn't gotten us in a new war. I'm okay with that. I wish he would do more than that and, like, make less war. Right. Um, But that, that's good. That's good. That's whatever. That's good. Uh, I hope he does less war. Somebody tell him that, please. Um, But, like, if he focuses on this whole deregulations stuff and the taxes going down stuff... And all of that, I freaking love that. That's awesome. Yeah, no, like 100%. that's okay. That's okay with me. I'm, you know, like obviously, if he does something, I'm not gonna like. Yeah, I'm not gonna like that. Like, right. You, if and I, if I he to... doesn't do anything about Jeff Sessions and this Jeff Sessions thing goes out of hand without him doing anything, because he does have the ability, that would be a mark against him. Right. You know what I'm saying? If he goes into another war, that's a mark against him. But if some of this status quo stuff that's going to stay status quo no matter what the president is uh, that isn't like a Rand Paul president, you know, but then he just does go ahead with like just more economic stuff, you know, that's good. You know, and, and the whole tweets, him uh, steering the media thing, like what people are saying is it's a good thing. Like they're ignoring that he's done this stuff that they would disagree with right <laughs> because they're focusing on tweets right and i was just like oh shit that does make sense yeah you know <laughs> yeah and it's like I, I mean we the taxes thing the tax bill went through like a month ago mm-hmm. a little bit over a month or a little bit under a month ago uh actually it was right before christmas so like two weeks ago. 
Um, and so we haven't actually talked about it on the show. And, you know, like, I have a bunch of lefties on my Facebook, mm-hmm. as do you, because the Kaaba community and just general life. Yeah. Uh, and I disagree with a lot of them on this uh, on on their assessment of the tax bill, like I think that this tax bill is actually a good tax bill. Now, is it well, also a lot of Democratic spokespeople and representatives and senators straight up lied about it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. And every like all types of media wrote about this that they I don't know the word is obfuscated. Isn't that the word of like muddying the waters? I, I don't know. I'm going to have to Google that later. Yeah, I think that's the word. Obfuscated. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I think that's the word. I'm going to write that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how one would spell obfuscated. Oh, I think it's O-B-F-U-S-C-A-T-E-D. Obfuscated. Yeah, I, I, I think. O-B-F. Sure, we'll do that. Uh, Yeah, you. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Google will fix it. Yes, yeah. Um, but, th- you know, that a lot of them, like, straight up fear-mongered, lied about it. Stuff like the teacher, the teacher's $250 credit was going to go out. But that was in only the House um, bill when the Senate bill doubled it to 500 Right. And they didn't mention that. Yeah. And then, uh, what's her name from uh, The Office? Pam from The Office. Mm-hmm. Jenna Fisher. She was, went off on how... They got rid of the teacher bill. Now teachers have to pay for these things themselves, which they shouldn't have to, and blah blah blah. And by that it, point, nothing had passed yet either. You when, know? when she uh, when she posted when she it had passed it. Oh, it yeah, had okay. It had yeah. Um, and then it was like people were like, no, they they doubled it, mm-hmm. and she just like she didn't like retract or say, oh, I was wrong. Uh, yeah, and I don't remember the name of the female congressman. That originally sponsored that bill, female Republican congressman. She's the one that started that two hundred fifty dollars thing. Yeah, you know, and no, let's not tell everybody about that. No, um, let's, let's not mention it. But uh, yeah, like there, people just and, didn't know. And while obviously for people like you and me and many of our other listeners, this is not a perfect tax bill. No, no, but it's fucking good. <laughs> But I mean, as now, now that now the Democrats are going to have to really run on, hey, we're going to raise your taxes. I know, like really run on I it, know. not just like tax the rich. It's hey, we need to raise the taxes on everybody. Yeah, we we need to <laughs> we need to screw everybody over again. <laughs> but I mean, as a I be, I believe it was Murray who said it, uh, where he said, "I support any bill that will cut taxes because, well, yeah, I would prefer no taxes, but if it's cutting taxes." I'm in favor of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, like that is the best way to put it. Um, because yeah, I am in favor of taxes being lowered 100%. Yeah. Now if we can just cut spending. Yes. Yeah. Because we need to do that. Cutting spending is going to be the much more important. And that, yeah, that was the funny thing about the Democrat reaction was a lot of like Bill, Senator Bill Nelson here in Florida. God, the guy's so, I'm not saying this cause he's a Democrat, but he's like so senile. But I watched this guy's videos on YouTube, on Facebook that he and he would get up there and talk about the fucking taxes and all that. I'm like, you fucking don't know what you're talking about. Um, and I just lost my train of thought on what he was talking about specifically. Uh, but it it just made no sense. 
Like, he was just saying stuff to say stuff. It was like grandstanding, sort of. And I was just like, no, bro. That's <laughs> that's not how that works, bro. Can't wait till we replace you. Right, yeah. It's, um... It doesn't... The, the, their arguments are are just yeah yeah like wrong yeah like one of the thi- i actually think uh i actually think my parents taxes went up uh well it there were there was a very small do your parents work yeah okay uh yeah so private information aside i do know that the so there are still seven brackets they've just shifted the numbers around for a lot of the middle brackets Right, and the lower, but bracket, most people, the lower bracket got extended. Yeah, but most people, regardless, got a tax break. I think it's some few middle and upper class brackets that... Yeah, it was like that kind of like middle, upper, middle. Yeah. If you're married, you got like a 2% increase or something like that. Yeah. And I think my parents fall in that yeah. range. Uh, but other than that, like everybody else got a tax break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like... All right, like, yeah, I I don't agree with the tax increase on people, but I mean, at least almost everybody else in the nation got a break. Mm-hmm. I would prefer for everybody to get a break, and a much larger break. Yeah, but oh yeah, and and that's that's one of the things I've seen people argue was, well, the um the tax breaks on the corporations are permanent, as a good thing, uh, and the ones on households. Or have like a ten year thing on it. Um, I have a ten year. Uh, I forget what they call it. It was because okay, so it's not the problem of, of the Republicans that it's got a ten year limit on it. It's because of the Democrats. Because what the what the Republicans had to do was to do something called reconciliation, which means they're going to vote on the bill. With a simple majority rather than a full majority, which is 60 senators. Right. They voted on this with a simple majority, which that's what reconciliation is. They had to put a limit on it. Um, so it's not the fault of the Republicans that it's not a permanent tax cut for the households. It's for fault of the Democrats. Look it up. Look up reconciliation, what it means, and how that affected the tax bill. Exactly. Um, and one of the things people also confuse is tax break for the wealthy and then they um, at sort of shove that into corporate tax break because people assume corporation equals multi-million, multi-billion dollar when corporation just means somebody any corporation that's incorporated of any size. Right, which that's like all pretty much all small businesses. Yes, yes. I have a couple of, of corporations. Yeah. I obviously don't make any money at them but like <laughs> yeah but still corporations yeah uh one of my friends that is one of our friends that is quite apolitical uh one of the co-owners of grassroots kava bar uh jeff he loves it he's like we're getting a tax break i was like yes you are <laughs> yeah. you know and like and grass okay good. so <laughs> and grassroots you know they're they're a corporation yes um they're a corporation. They've got uh, twenty employees. Twenty, yeah, not even. I don't think barely. Yeah, because yeah. all the owners pretty much work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got you know five owners, and all of them work, and uh, they're not making a. I mean, they're making money. They're making good mm-hmm. money, but they're not making fantastic money. Because why would one of the owners be my roommate? 
Yes. Yeah, and I'm not complaining about him being my roommate, even a little bit. He's a great roommate. <laughs> yes, I never yeah. see him. <laughs> the only time I really see him is during the show, and then we move. You guys know who the roommate is. Yeah, you've, you, seen you've, seen him, you've seen him a more. bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he. Uh, then I moved the show into this room as opposed to the front room, so we stopped having people walk in. <laughs> uh, but we, uh, you know, so like, why do you want to hurt those people? Exactly. Like, you know, low tide, they're a corporation. Exactly. Right. Like you will be hurting them. Yeah. You know, you'll be hurting all of these small businesses that are all corporations. Yeah. You're not just hurting your Exxon's yep. and your time Warner's. Yep. Like, I know that's the mental image you have of a corporation, but that's not what it is. Exactly. The vast majority of them make very little money. Mm hmm. Yep. Razor, razor thin profits. Yep. And you are trying to take it from them because they're incorporated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that's that's really because you know, and they think a corporation, you know, is that they don't think that it could be this. Um, which, like, if you want to argue taxes on the rich, then argue taxes on the rich. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying don't drag. A corporation is a corporation. It's actually like a state-created entity that actually would not exist in a free market. That's just how it is. Right. Corporations are a government created thing that's really how it is for a lot of legal matters and stuff like that right um that those would not exist a company is a company but it's also corporation you know that's that's how that is if you don't argue for taxes against rich people let's argue that but if you're gonna argue corporation know that you're dragging into it small business owners that's just how that is right um uh everybody all those businesses together are corporations unless you want to make a corp another word for the bigger corporations or another word for the smaller corporations and treat them both differently that we can argue that i still disagree but what i'm trying to say is they they're they don't realize what a corporation is um and uh whatchamacallit something else that i had on you go ahead until i remember okay um but i mean i will say that what what trump has kind of followed up with where he's cutting funding to the UN. Mm-hmm, I mean, granted, mm-hmm. not a lot of funding, but I mean, he's cutting funding. Which yeah, it's 155. Right. It's it's a step. And uh, Pakistan. Yeah, and Palestine. Palestine. Yeah. He's yeah. cu- cutting funding to, to these places. And uh, Well, he's, okay, sorry. He's threatened Palestine. He's threatened, yeah. For not returning to the peace talks. Right. Uh, but, so he's cutting funding to all these places, which I'm a huge fan of. I think that we need to cut most of our foreign aid and just pull out of the UN completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, because why would we fund that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I think that we need to just pull everything, like pull most of our fo- foreign aid completely out. Mm-hmm. Like I know that a lot. Put it in France <laughs> or Canada. Right. Let them have the UN. We Let don't them, want right. that here. Put, put it in Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they'd probably take it too. Actually. Yeah, they would take it. They would yeah. take it in a heartbeat. But uh, yeah, like I am just not. I'm just not a fan of uh, us funding these things, and like I know that my family for the most part uh is like oh we need to police the world we need to be the world police i'll see we don't need the u.n to do that even if that's the argument right well that i mean okay so there's nobody asked the u.n for permission go into iraq you know dude i mean we we kind of did did we we did yeah colin powell went up there and he was like look at all this evidence i have and they voted against it and they said well we're gonna do it anyway yeah but um yeah, like my, you know, the, a lot of my family is like, we need to police the world, you know, Team America, fuck you. Uh, and I disagree with that. I think that, no, we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, 
And <laughs> yeah. One of Andrew Heaton's last videos, not his last one, I think it was the one before that. And if you don't know who Andrew Heaton is, you can find out on Tuesday when he's our guest. Uh, if I can get my internet fixed. Uh, which or go watch him on Reason so you know why you should watch us on Tuesday. <laughs> also a good way to do it. He does a show called Mostly Weekly on Reason, and he wrote a very funny book called Laughter is Better Than Communism. <laughs> um, definitely worth a read. Uh, I got my sort of autographed copy the other day. <laughs> um, but um, he, uh, he was talking about defense spending. And do you know how much money we spend on defense spending right now? A lot. A lot, yeah. $600 billion, and it's going to go up to seven this year. Oh, I didn't know if you were tricking me. I knew that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, does he want, what does he want, like a specific, specific, specific? I mean, yeah, it's, it's six, okay, so it's $600 billion, <laughs> and it's going up to $700 billion this year. Mm-hmm. Um, people in the military have said that 25% of our bases are useless, yet we keep them open. Yeah. Yet we keep them open. Why do we keep those 25% open? Yeah. We could close those. We could close those and bring all of those soldiers back to home or if their bases here are the useless ones, close those and put them in some other base. Like, yeah. And then we cut the funding there and we end up spending less money. Like, if we are cutting funding places and we, like, yes, the, the Constitution states that our government is uh, meant to ensure our national defense yeah right yeah 100 percent. we're nearly spending a trillion dollars a year on it mm-hmm. 700 billion one trillion dollars a year yeah do we think that russia is going to get invaded anytime soon russia gets invaded yeah do you think russia will get invaded oh no right they spend much less oh yeah, than, yeah, yeah yeah much less than us on defense yeah and you know like we're not going to get invaded. Mm-hmm. Most of our money is going outside of a good portion. Of, I don't know if it's most a good portion of our money is going outside of the country to have bases in all of these other places. Yeah. And we don't need that. Yeah, we don't. And we can cut all of that. You know, we can cut all of that, bring all of those soldiers home, ensure the national defense, mm-hmm. ensure the national defense. Our national defense is not being insured. Yeah. In other countries. Yeah. And if you add NATO to that, which I would want to get out of NATO as well. 100%. um, Like, man, that would show a lot of these people that are obsessed with Europe. Like, they don't know. Like, we have some really big bases in Germany specifically. Japan. Yeah, Japan. Well, I want to focus on Europe. Okay. Only for to make a point that Germany, Italy is where a lot of the paratroopers are. Um they're badasses. <laughs> um, a lot of these Europe, a lot of these big welfare European countries would now have to up their own game on paying for their own security that now we're not providing, and then show me how well those big welfare states do, right? Without us provi- providing billions of dollars in security to them with our own military, right? Yeah, and then obviously there's the leftist argument. Uh, that goes along with that right-leaning argument for staying in the UN of we needed to talk to people, which is absolute bullshit. Right, because, you know, I there there are many uh, organizations I'm not a part of, but I can still talk to people. Exactly. Like, you can even uh, take that on as the sm- a, a, a very small community like the Kava Bar. You don't like going to... Certain Kava Bars. Certain Kava Bars. Um, but I... 
I'm sure you associate with plenty of people that go to those ones that aren't me. You have the, you have the you have the ability. I do have the ability. You have the ability. Really, is really the point here. Yeah, I do have the yeah. ability. That's, you know, that, it's that's accurate. yeah, and it's 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 just bullshit to assume. It's the same argument that people made against uh, Brexit when they're like, "What about trade? What about the trade and the the talks between the European nations?" Yeah, now they just get what to negotiate. What the nego- fuck? Did, well, yeah, you get to negotiate your own trade deals. You how do we to talk to the fucking middle? Well, never mind mm-hmm. the UN. Right. But that we did talks before the UN. You know, it was, wasn't necessary. And even from a UN uh, uh, anti-UN argument of my own, like obviously everyone's heard my views on Israel and how they're already there. I'm, I don't want them to go anywhere. That's you know, but. Factually, the UN uh, uh, green-lighted the creation of the State of Israel. Oh, okay, so obviously they're not freaking perfect, because that's one of the very first things they did within like three years of their creation is green-light the State of Israel to be a thing. So like there are not a lot of good arguments for the United Nations. We don't need... We don't have telephones, uh, internet. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I, was, I can get in touch with co- almost anybody. Yeah, most I'm sure most of the world communicates outside of the UN anyways. Right. When, when, when you do unilateral talks or bilateral or, or even multilateral talks with other countries, you could do that without the United Nations. Definitely happens unilaterally without the united nations why would you need to go to the united Na- why would why would trump need to call up nikki haley and be like yo get me in touch with my boy putin because they're boys i guess yeah because yeah, they're good friends they're, they're you know, yeah they're great friends or cc from egypt he doesn't have to tell her to tell them yeah that doesn't need to happen you need the u.n for that the u.n is there to fucking do the General Assembly meeting where they pass resolutions that don't mean anything. And then you have the Security Council with five permanent nations that have a veto power that includes, you know, the United States, Russia, China, then France, and some other country that I'm forgetting. Britain. I'm going to say Britain. Britain. I guessed I guessed on two of these countries. Uh, hopefully I'm correct on that because those five make sense. Uh, and then you have the ten other countries without a veto power that rotate um which so do a lot of the other sub united nations councils like the united nations council on human rights where you have saudi arabia on like the council getting right. in on the rotation heading it ball and it's like what the fuck why is saudi arabia on the council for human rights yeah. so like it's it's stupid we can if we want to help people with their human rights since the United Nations is not binding, and I don't think it should be, I don't think it it should be a democratic thing for other countries to tell no. other countries how to do things. But since it's not, you know, uh, then what's the fucking point? And if we want to go and help poor people in Africa, we can do that as we do right now, which plenty of people do without their needing to be United Nations. A lot of Americans, for example, make their trips to Africa all the time to go and help the poor. A lot of a lot of churches, a lot of just nonprofits that aren't religious at all, you know, leftist organizations, everybody goes to help. You don't need the UN for that. The UN doesn't do anything. Right. So, yeah, that we shouldn't. And and the thing is, out of all the countries in, in that are part of the United Nations, we pay like 27% of their money when our GDP in the world is 
5%, I think. So, no. And China's there, and uh, their GDP is a lot higher than ours. Um, you know, and they don't, they don't, they don't pay on a percentage the same way we do. They don't pay their fair share. I mean, I would say I would actually mean that argument if we're all part of an organization. Right. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I get that. I just I mean, I think the <laughs> U.N. is a useless organization anyway. And uh, it, if you want to be a part of it, cool. But I don't think that uh, we should. I remember what I wanted to say about taxes. <laughs> now that we're completely off. of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> finally. Remember. I don't know why I just remembered, uh, you know, so like uh, now this please share, you know. Oh yeah, Jesus. Now this uh, and a bunch of other people have been putting out these videos by these millionaires that are that started their own organization where they're like, "We need to be taxed more. We don't need tax breaks. Right. Pay more taxes." So yeah, so that comes. Pay more taxes. You can. They aren't going to say no. They exactly. They're going to be like, "Oh yeah. no, you overpaid us." They're yeah. going to be like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Exactly. Yeah. Uh, part of the argument I had already made about so. They're, they're a lot of these millionaires and billionaires own corporations. Small businesses are corporations. So increasing taxes on corporations where a already established multi-million, multi-billion dollar company has enough to pay that is fine. But like a small company that's going to struggle paying those taxes and all that, like, you know, they're going to they're going to struggle. Excuse me. And what the art, like what people aren't seeing is that these business owners want to drag small business in with them. And I'm just like, well, pay more taxes and you don't have to pay more taxes you can donate to Planned Parenthood. Do it. You know, you can donate to anything you want. There are so uh, Habitat for Humanity, you know, the uh, the USO. Uh, you can donate to, yeah, to uh, any of these Greenpeace. Like there are so many things of, you can donate to. Any that you of the like. organizations that are taking money from the government, taking money from the taxpayers, you can donate to all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just give them money. Yeah, or you can even write it to the government. Although I still wouldn't suggest that. No, because if you if you like your different leftist organizations, different social justice organization, the ACLU, environmentalist groups. Uh, don't donate uh, to what's that shitty animal organization? PETA. Don't donate to PETA. That's my suggestion. Uh, if you like me, don't do that. But donate to everybody else. Right. Um, you can do that. Like, why would you? You don't have the ability to not do that. I don't get their argument on we don't need more taxes. I mean, you have that money now. You can give it to put whomev- your money where you your can, mouth. You is, can man. give it to whomever you want. Mm-hmm. You don't need the government to tell you we need to take it from you to give to the people we want to give it to. Mm-hmm. Because remember, when you give it to the government, it goes to places you don't want it to. Exactly, as well. exactly. So, you know, like libertarians and a good chunk of liberals and liberty conservatives really hate war. So, a lot of these millionaires that are definitely left leaning because they want to be taxed more or whatever. Like, if you don't like war, why would you want your taxes to go to war and all that? Right. No, just seriously, put every single cent of that into whatever organization you like. Even if it's like some, like, uh, what's that one institute called? Uh, it's similar to, uh, not the Hoover Institute, hell no, that's Chicago School of Economics. Yeah, I was going to say, that's... There's a, there's, there are liberal economic institutes. You can donate to those. 
you know that that would that would help your political ideology out right. but you know put you, you know you got my point right <laughs> right you don't need the government to spend your money you can spend it however you want and donate to whichever organizations you want yeah anyway that is pretty much all the time we have for today we actually went over shocker because <laughs> that's what we do yeah. um i wrote down time like 10 minutes ago <laughs> oh i didn't see that <laughs> I wrote a bunch of arrows pointing to it, and he just kept going. I was like, okay, well, we're going to keep going. Thank you all for tuning in. Sorry we aren't live. Uh, I was on the phone with Spectrum, Time Warner, whoever owns that. Anyway, uh, I was on the phone with them uh, for like an hour, and they were like, oh, you need a new modem. I'm like, great. So uh, we recorded this one because uh, we needed to get you guys an episode, and you will be able to watch it as soon as I can get somewhere I can upload it. Uh, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. We do appreciate, or watching, listening, whatever. Uh, we do appreciate it. Be sure to tune in on Tuesday when we have Andrew Heaton from Reason, uh, coming on the show. That's going to be at three o'clock Eastern Standard Time Mm -hmm. or 1500 for those of you who talk like Muhammad. (laughs) Uh, be sure to check out the new video by Mason Jefferson and like him on Facebook. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook if you haven't already at facebook.com backslash muddied waters of freedom. You can follow us on Instagram at muddied waters of freedom or on Twitter at muddied underscore waters. Once again, thank you to low tide Kava bar for the Kava that we drink me a lot more than Muhammad on the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Low tide shows up. Bula. Uh, Once again, thank you all so very much. Tune in Tuesday. Tune in next week, and we will talk to you all then.